Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave and welcome to draft coverage. Second part of the NFC East. I got my boy Lucas and we got our guest, Steven Zezima. You might know him. He's been with me for two, almost three years. Steven, how you been, man? Good good to have you on the show. Man, I've been good, dude. It's, uh, you know how it is with quarantine. Life's going up and down. Gain some momentum. Get knocked back I down think again. But you even uh, changed the name to Quarantine Zezima, right? For I did, second? yeah. I did. I decided just to buy into it, you know. I, whatever can how to however we can put a positive twist on it you know what i mean so that's all yep. we're really trying to do there it's good to see and, you guys though or here you yeah. guys and um as you know uh this is a guy who uh kind of went a little viral on my instagram for getting excited for the giants trading up for the 31st pick for deandre baker <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna try to repost that video when i'm post this uh 100 yes steven dropped his jaw and uh deandre baker is now a chief now, right? He well, got first a, he first he was a, a convicted felon almost because he was wanted for I think it was armed robbery less than 24 calendar months later. So uh, you know, as it is being a New York sports fan, just completely dropped in my head. No big deal. Well, okay. Well, I'm really <laughs> right, here that get... he uh, he had his the charges dropped, so I don't even know what's going on. Oh with no, him they now. were dropped. Yeah, they, they, they were dropped. I'm yeah, sorry. The, but at the time, yeah, they were yeah. dropped, and then he got picked. He got picked up by the Chiefs or something. Steven just just anyways throwing dirt all over his name and <laughs> sorry DeAndre my bad yeah and and we're gonna get right into it we're gonna start off with the Steven tell me what the Giants should do with their free agency the cap space the draft breaking let me hear it all right man well listen um I think the last time I was on the show was recapping the Giants last year so I can honestly say yeah it, it's not much fucking better you know we got <laughs> some positives on offense I'm sorry defense. <laughs> You know, um, like, for instance, you know, we signed uh, James Bradbury last year, right? Kind of overpaid, I thought, but pro football focus hasn't ranked as the fifth outside corner from this past year. So there's some positives there, right? Blake Martinez criticized a lot for not really being a cover linebacker sort of guy, but 108 solo tackles ranks him fourth in the league amongst middle linebackers. And, of course, Leonard Williams, the guy that we trade a third-round pick for two years ago, bit of a highly scrutinized move by Gettleman, which is fair. He's made a lot of highly questionable moves including our quarterback but he came in with 11 half sacks and we have franchise tagged him so lots of improvements on the defense but the offense oh, i mean goddamn with jason garrett no wide receiver ones for daniel jones i mean it was it was an absolute shit show to say the least 17.5 points per game i mean you got defenses that average almost 17.5 points per game total offense second to last passing 29th rush rushing 19th oh, not terrible that's but rough I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's a rough thing. So, you know, in free agency, what I'd really like to do, you know, it's Daniel Jones' third year, right? This is probably going to be a make-or-break year, which is usually what happens when you only throw for 11 touchdowns in a season. You know, he's probably going to be given one more year because we used a six-overall pick on him. So, you know, that makes sense. What I'd like to see, after the franchise tags have rolled through, as we noticed, Allen Robinson got tagged. Chris Godwin got tagged. Notable wide receivers that did not, Kenny Galladay. Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, guys like that. Any names are really excited about? Not really. This is Kenny G, Mr. Smooth Routes. You know, he, he missed, I believe it was 10 or 11 games last year. I'm not sure. Yeah, he missed a lot. Dave, David, I think you had him on your fantasy team last year. Was he, was he like was it like half the season he played? Or? Oh, guy, he, he missed like the first 10 games and then played four, balled out for me, but I sat him all those times because it was game time decision most mm. of the time. So I pretty much, it was a pretty much useless pick. And I think I used them. I used the fifth or sixth round pick on him. Okay. 
on on good old Kenny God, G. That, yeah, I understand that that hurts, man. So maybe missing all those games means that we can get him for a discounted price. But also the fact that Robinson and Goblin were tagged makes Kenny G the clear best wide receiver on the market. So we'll see. We don't really got any damn cap room really to start off anyway. So the whole offseason is really going to be tooled around providing as many weapons for Daniel Jones as possible. But we'll see, man. It's not a lot of work with on offense right now. Yeah, uh, it's going to be tough for Daniel Jones. I mean, he has more turnovers than he does scores or even maybe even rushing yards. Like, he he, he has a lot of turnovers there. You look at the wide receivers there. Sterling Shepard, if he stays healthy, yes. Um, their tight end is slipping in my mind right now. Um, Evan Ingram, yeah. Evan Ingram, like I said, injury. But, you know, you got Shaquan Barkley, and then you got Gallman in there as a good, you know, reliable backup. So, running backs, I think you're fine. Wide receivers – Definitely need one tight end. Give him another chance. But defense as well. I mean, you guys don't have no cap space. I don't know where the money. They're actually going. three three million honest. over the cap. Yep. I don't. Where did where, where's the money going? I don't know where <laughs> they paying. Who who are they paying? And like you you see these teams are under the or over the cap like the Saints and other teams like oh okay yeah we know where the money's right. going because they're playoff it teams. It like, makes but, sense. Uh, you know, you're like oh Michael Thomas but, or oh maybe Drew Brees. When with the Giants it's like yeah, wait how are we over the cap? Who the fuck did we pay? Like. How did we get like the this? Jaguars got like seven million dollars? I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Giants are not that much better, and they got their negative. So I don't know how that works. To be honest, where are, where is all the money going? Is well, I can uh, tell you I, a little bit. I mean, a lot. There's a whole lot of bad contracts. First of all, Nate Soldier. I think we tried to sign that guy for four years, sixty-four million, two oh, years ago. God He's played damn. one year for us, stunk up the joint. You know what I mean? We threw three years, forty-five million to James Bradbury. Which I mean, I guess that's like one of the two good signings he had. He's had. Oh yeah, Bradbury. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. His, 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 uh, his Madden rating jumped from seventy nine to ninety. So you know, for other degenerates like me out there, there's a reference point. And uh, Blake Martinez, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, what was the contract on that? I know this for sure. He's, uh, he has a ten million for thirty, I believe. I think it was three for thirty for Blake and three for forty five for Bradbury. But you know, Blake jumped from seventy two to seventy eight this year as well with the solo tackles I mentioned earlier, but God damn. And then 20 million on letter Williams, I guess. Well, are you really going to give him a long-term deal after that? Probably not. Most teams no, that use the tag are like, just trying to hang on to him for a year, at least historically with us. But man, outside of that, and then what? You're going to pay Saquon? I guess, honestly, his injury might've been a blessing in disguise possibly because maybe we don't have to pay him as much as Zeke because he's missed, you know, nearly half the games. Uh, he's missed nearly half the Giants games. He's been on our roster, so maybe we get a discount there. But it's a mess right now, man. That. It's a uh, it's kind of a mess. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and at the ten pick, uh, or what? Do they have the ten? Uh, eleven, I believe. Yeah. Oh, they have eleven. The Cowboys have the ten. I mixed them up because those who were covering at eleven. Who are you looking at? I did a lot of. I did like seventeen mock drafts this morning, and one guy seems to fall there. But I want to know your guy. Who falls there, and I have a couple surprise picks. I know Lucas probably has one or two, but let me hear from the horse's mouth, Giant fan himself, who you got going at number 11 to the New York Giants. All right, so the Giants have the 11th overall pick in this year's draft, right? And as I was saying, this offseason really needs to be centered around two things. Giving Daniel Jones the, the everything he needs. This is a do-or-die year. You know, he's had two mediocre seasons, a decent rookie season, followed by, as you said, David, more turnovers than scores. So, Going into the draft, man, it really need to, needs to be about giving him uh, as many weapons as possible. What stands out to us right now as a realistic option, probably Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. Um, you know, the guy averaged over 100, uh, averaged about 100 yards a game in his shortened um, junior season at Alabama. Just six games, unfortunately. But 
you know, it was looked at at the beginning of the season that Jalen Waddle was the 1A and Devontae Smith Jr., um, the Heisman winner, was actually the 1B at that point in time before Jalen Waddle's injury. So the Giants might be getting a discounted price here. We have a big need at pass rusher, but looking at the depth in this draft between wide receiver as opposed to pass rusher, I think it's more important for them to attack an offensive weapon early on. Lucas, what do you think? Well, going back a little bit to the um, cap space problems, I think that they, just going back real quick, I think that they could um, restructure some contracts. Going, I'm trying to pull up my uh, spot track for New York. Yeah, so um, restructuring James Bradbury's contract, maybe even Leonard Williams. I mean, they really need to get under the cap space if they could maybe make any moves for the offseason. Um, but as far as draft, I yeah, I agree. I think wide receiver is the way to go, and Jalen Waddle. um I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being that guy because as far as free agency goes, we talked about Kenny Galladay, and that seems maybe out of the question as well. Maybe Curtis Samuel could come over because he seems like maybe the cheapest free agent option and maybe you know a little bit more bang for your buck for your buck over there. And uh, this is just a pro- uh, maybe a problem for New York because uh, the way the draft goes, they have so many needs like defensively as well, defensive line, and they could get a great one over here at 11 because the way I see the first uh, 10 picks going is going to be heavy offensive line intensive. And um, and there's another problem is there because I'm thinking about um, maybe releasing Nate Soldier and maybe they need a um, replacement at left tackle. So this is a tough one for the Giants, and I know you want to go offensive heavy. I'm uh, – you know, I'm on board with that because I, I really want to see what Dan Jones can do. It's, it is the make it or break it year. We've seen so many, like, little flashes and people make so many excuses. Um, and at this position, too, I don't think that they can maybe get a quarterback so or anything that they want. Might as well just finish out your um, evaluation of Daniel Jones. And I think the writing's on the wall for sure for them to get that wide receiver. Uh, okay, so I did a lot of different mock drafts and different versions depending on certain things. So if – like a lot of bunch of scenarios, and I did this with all, all the teams. So if they don't address wide receiver in the offseason, which I think they could get Corey Davis, I think they get Will Fuller on a discounted because of his injuries mm-hmm. and his PEDs. I mean, he's suspended for one game next season already. So right. I, he could get on a hella discount deal because and he, he had his best season yet last year. So I think I think Will Fuller is the answer, to be honest. This guy has speed. If he could just stay off the PEDs and you know, stay healthy, that's you know, great. So if they if they don't address, I'm looking at Devontae Smith. I'm doing a mock draft right now. Devontae Smith almost lands in my lap every single time. But say if they go uh, wide receiver heavy like the Jets go wide receiver heavy, the Dolphins, Bengals, Eagles, and Lions who all need wide receivers, and they're, they're looking for a stud even though this wide receiver class is huge. And this one's going to surprise you a little bit, but I'm going with – you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Get some yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Mac Jones from Alabama quarterback. Oh, wow. Look, I'm over Daniel Jones. <laughs> I'm overlooking at Daniel Jones. Every time I see him, he just looks like a sad puppy that you don't want to donate to. And that's a pretty bad <laughs> feeling, man. I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to, I didn't even want to say that right now. But he, I, I just feel bad for the guy. He just got a shit hand. No offensive line. Mm-hmm. No wide receivers. I'm thinking, you know what? I do agree with you. Give him one more chance. But let's, let's get his replacement. You know, NFC East and quarterbacks are just a shit show to begin with. Like, the whole NFC East just don't know how to handle quarterbacks. So, they're probably going to – I think they should draft a quarterback because, fuck it, might as well. You, you have the reputation of not doing good at quarterback drafting them anyway. So, Mac Jones, 4,500 4, yards, 41 touchdowns, only four interceptions. He threw to a Heisman Trophy winner. Like, the whole his whole offensive weapons are in the top 20 projected to get drafted. So, why the hell not have him sit back? 
he probably won't learn much from Daniel Jones, to be honest. Maybe just have to throw an interception or not not <laughs> learn how to tuck the ball in or trip trip while running, you know? So I'm taking Mac Jones at number 11. Um, I think Justin Fields will be gone. Going to the Panthers, I could see Zach Wilson gone. But honestly, I like Mac Jones. Um, he's like my second-rated quarterback, personally, for me, on my, on my mock um, drafts. So I'm thinking Mac Jones. And um, I don't know, Stephen, how you feel about that, Mac Jones? I think there are definitely two quarterbacks being taken in the top five. Of course, Trevor Lawrence, the Jags. But I can also see uh, Zach Wilson going at the number three pick because it's either going to – I feel he's either going to go to the Jets or the Jets going to be trading Sam Darnold plus that number three pick to – or with a, a, an immense package for someone like Deshaun Watson. You know, unlikely. But honestly, no matter what happens to that I, I want pick, that to happen. I no, I can see that happening. happening. Although I'm not really sure, like – what's better for Deshaun like is it really going to be that much better for you in New York Probably like not. especially if you lose the number three pick then what who are your wide receivers I'm not even sure it's uh Denzel Mean, Jamison Crowder you know Crowder's actually good he had a good season he's, he's he a great for Robert Sala, when, he's, when he's on the field when he's on the field he's a good weapon but I mean you know if you compare that to Will Fuller and the supporting cast he had there I'd, I'm not sure if it's like a, just a big jump or if it's kind of just more of the same you know what I mean if you're well, Deshaun Watson but Deshaun, so, Deshaun hit, was the passing leader this year with a bunch of uh, rotating doors at the wide receiver position. So I think he could work with anything, to be honest. I think mm. just him out of Houston will be healthy for his yeah. state. Mm. Just needs to get out there. Because look at my mock draft. I got Trevor Lawrence, one. Jets, I'm doing a little surprise to Kip. They get Kyle Pitts. They stick with Sam Darnold. They get Kyle Pitts, one of the most overhyped. No, nah, I want to say overhyped. He's just really hyped up tight end. I, I, can't, rem- I can't remember the last really tight end that was hyped up like this. Jamal Chase, wide receiver, Dolphins. I got Quiddy Pay going to the Falcons. I got Suell going to the Bengals. Jalen Waddle to the Eagles. Caleb Farley to the Lions. Justin Fields to the Panthers. Patrick Sertain to the um, Broncos. Not saying the next one until we talk to the Cowboys. Mm. And I got Devontae Smith. And who else is on the board right here? Devontae Smith. Jamar Zach, Chase. Zach Wilson. Uh, no, Jamal Chase is going to the oh, uh, Dolphins in that one. Him. Yeah, uh, who you got? Naheem Harris or not? Najeem Harris, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. If you want to go different quarterback, there's three available right now. Um, and you got the Alabama's running back and one more Alabama wide receiver and one more Alabama player, which is Mac Jones. And um, I think definitely go offensive. Uh, you know, weapon. If 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 all those guys are taken, I'm looking at Stephen. I don't know. You know my love for Rashawn Bateman, though. Uh, my Rashawn Bateman love is is big, and I think he's a top twenty talent. And hell, I think the the Giants should draft him. If if the draft doesn't go their way, Rashawn Bateman is always he will definitely be there by eleven. But in this mock draft, particularly, I'm going to Mac Jones. I'm spicing it up a little bit. Put some fire. The least he'll do will give some competition to Daniel Jones. That's the least he'll do. I like get him it. like, oh man, I like they're it. gonna they're gonna they're gonna flip me. They're gonna draft one at ten. They drafted me at six. What's gonna happen? You know. So get something under him. And if it does, and if it doesn't work out with Daniel Jones, boom, you got you got Matt Jones, uh, Mac Jones. So you change the Jones, you change the Jones first name, and you go with it. That's what I'm thinking here. I like it. I mean, it's outside the box. It's not something I've heard yet. So I like the take, man. I like the take. Yes, Stephen. How do you All feel right. about maybe them pay, maybe getting a corner or investing in somewhere else in the defense? Yeah, you see, uh, there's definitely been some talk about pass rusher and defensive back. Uh, but when I look at this team right now, I just look at what's worse. And it just seems yeah. to be by far and large the offense. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, yards per game, you went from 29th on defense last year to 12th. Yards, um, sorry, what is this? Rushing yards per game, 20th overall to 10th. Points per game, second to last to ninth. 
You know, there was immense improvement on the defense, and that's with them always being on the field because I, yeah. I, haven't looked, I haven't looked up this stat, but I'm pretty sure we're near the top of the league in three and outs. Like, it has, like they were on the field all the time, and they're putting up these borderline top ten numbers. If they had half a decent offense, they'd probably be solidified in the top ten, honestly. I mean, look, you need someone to be across the field from James Bradbury. I get it. But you've got a plethora of safeties that are deemed as hybrid guys. Logan Ryan, hybrid guy. Xavier McKinney, supposed to be a hybrid guy. Julian Love, you know, I've been banging your drum for two years, bro. I give up. You're done. It's a bust. What we, what we got, guys, Jabril Peppers had a near Pro Bowl season, you know, part of the OBJ trade. I'll never be okay with that trade. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, there are guys back there. You know, Malcolm Butler just got cut by the Tennessee Titans, right? Logan yeah. Ryan's got a relationship with him. You're going to get him on the discount. Okay? Get, a, get a plug like that, a one-year Band-Aid over there, okay? Because the defense is not the biggest problem right now. So go ahead, put that little Band-Aid over there, and just pull all the resources. Granted, not many. But just pull all the resources and just throw them at the offense. And maybe – Maybe, I, honestly, if I didn't hear what the Giants were saying at press conferences this week, I would actually like to dive more into that Mac Jones take because it's more likely than not DJ is not the answer there. But everything I'm hearing right now at the press conferences saying they're committed to him for another year. And if that really is true, then you might as well go full send. Please bring in a guy like Curtis Samuel, playmaker. Give him a guy like Jalen Waddle, And please, Saquon, just please play mm -hmm. like 12 Just give me at least 12 games. Mm -hmm. He played one season, 15 games. One season, eight games. One season, I believe, a game and a half. So, uh, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's you, you know it's bad when a New York sports fan's being like, oh, at least we got the mix. Like, did, did you hear what I just said <sighs> no. right there? Did you hear what I just said? That's where I'm at right now as far as, sorry. That's oh, tough. That's a man. terrible mental state that's, to be in. But uh, yeah. you know what? I think you're completely right. And if you want to hear a third down conversion, you guys are 29th in the league at third down conversion. Not three and out. But also, your time of possession is 26th in the league. So, uh, it's, it's tough for you guys. But I definitely agree then, um, especially with your reasoning about how defense um, improved a lot. I didn't even realize how good they, they improved. We were talking about the Giants defense in fantasy every almost every week towards the ha the second half of the yeah. league. I was like, I'll take the Giants defense. They're stepping up. Bradbury. I mean, oh, you're right. You, he's you're a right. I forgot cheat about that. code in Madden. That dude's a damn cheat code in Madden. There's mm -hmm. a card out there. He's worth 99 in Mutt. That dude's a goddamn cheat code. Bradbury, <laughs> my God. I mean, he came from the Panthers. They're like, who the, this? he was a scrub. He was honestly a scrub. <laughs> 79 rated before that. He was, he a, was scrub. a 79. Come to the bro. Giants. And then you got Logan Ryan. He signed one year um, last year. So I don't know if he's coming back. I would like to see him back. Uh, I'm surprised he lasted in free agency that long last year. Mm -hmm. Malcolm Butler. Um, Desmond Keane's a free agent. Hell, get the whole Titans defense over there. They don't really have a defense to begin with. Fuck it. Bring Desmond Keane and Malcolm Butler, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it, Defense is, I think, this should be the last thing on their mind for the first three rounds. I think they should go weapons. Mac, well, get Mac Jones, and this wide receiver class is so deep. I do like modern drafts where they don't get a lot of wide receivers, and they address other teams, like the first 10 teams. Boom, there's so much wide receivers in this class. And, um, yeah, Mac Jones, though. Mac, Daniel Jones for Mac Jones. I'm on the Mac Jones train. I really like him. He, he has really good ball placement, steps in the pocket well. I, like I said, look at the dudes he's passing to. These guys are NFL ready. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, wide receivers desperately needed. But um, I would like to throw some competition under Daniel Jones and be like, hey, you know, we can, we're committed to you one year, but we got your backup waiting, dog. We got the backup <laughs> waiting on deck, on call. He's on call. So you better, you know, get your shit together. Yeah. I think that'll put a competitive nature into him. I'm not saying he's not competitive, but I think it'll just light a fire. And sometimes you need that. I love quarterback controversies. Sometimes it works. They're, they're yeah, great. Sometimes it really does jumpstart a quarterback. I, I, I agree. I just, 
I'm just so tired of hearing wide receivers in New York. Like when people ask me about him, I'm like, yeah, he's not bad. I hear Sterling Shepard. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Or, you know, when I hear Golden Tate, uh, yeah, he's, he's not bad. I'm so tired of saying, yeah, these guys aren't bad. We need a fucking stud. We need yeah. someone besides Saquon. You know, that first game against Pittsburgh, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I was, I, was, I was doing good with my drinking. Like, really, I was cutting down for a little bit. You know, nursing school was coming down to the wire. You know, I was doing better. Then I saw that game. Saquon, 12 rushes, negative eight fucking yards. We need yeah. someone else. There needs to be someone other than old-ass Golden Tate, always hurt, Sterling Shepard. Slayton, I still kind of love you, bro. You're okay. You know, but we need, huh. we need some names out there. And uh, whoever it is, a quarterback, Mac Jones or Daniel Jones, we just got to find a way to give them something. Because right now, we're giving them no chance to succeed. Yes. There is one guy that I've been on the radar for a little bit. He's like the 185th prospect. This is just a name I think you guys should just point out. I'm going to say his name now, and let's see what he does. He's from North Texas. I'm, I'm talking about Jalen Darnan. Dar- Darnan? I probably biffed that name. Northern Texas wide receiver. Um, his stats are crazy, like 1,200 yards and like 19 touchdowns his senior year. Like Holy crazy shit. stats. North Texas. Um, you just keep an eye on this guy. I think this is wide receiver. Any team should pick up. He's projected going fourth, fifth round. And look who came out of there. Tyreek Hill came out of the third round. Uh, Keenan Allen came out of the third round too, or maybe even fourth. I think you should just keep this. Just keep his name. Jalen. Well, well, I can't. Five nine. Jalen Darden. He's 5'9", 174. 170. Slot, he could be a speedster slot guy and a kick returner. Give him a year or two in the league, and I think um, he's going to be he's gonna be a household name. Saying it right now. I love All that. Right. Just saying. All right. All right. Moving on to the Cowboys. Lucas, I will hand this off to you. All right. And and uh, let me hear about the Cowboys, what they shoot. Uh, I know the Dak Prescott is probably a the number one thing you're going to talk about. <laughs> well, we already know that Dak got like one of the craziest contracts in history. I think it was like over 122 guaranteed, um, $66 million signing bonus. So get that situated. Finally, that's in the past quarterback controversy. We all knew he was staying though, but the Cowboys probably one of the teams that is most excited for the draft. They have 10 draft picks. Um, they have the first one, um, the 10th overall of the regular one through seven drafts. And then they got four compensatory picks literally just yesterday. So, um, they have a big opportunity to knock it out the park with their draft picks. But let's start with their free agency and then we get to the draft. Um, first free agent um, that I think that he has to resign or they should resign is Cameron Irving, their tackle uh, for depth um, if they want to address that and maybe also t- uh, get a tackle in the draft. But Cameron Irving, he had a lot of snaps this past year and uh, was key in retaining that offensive line production. Also, Joe Looney, their center, but he is 31 years old and with a lot of um, – offensive lineman on the market right now I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he doesn't return and right now they are working with about 12 million in cap so they could attract some some nice uh pieces Alden Smith outside linebacker I do think he's going to be gone um he's been on the downturn of his career and he hasn't seen a very big productive year in sacks in quite some time now I think one free agent that they could bring over in a, in a positional need at tight end is maybe um Jared Cook, but like I said, they only have twelve million in cap right now, so that's a little, maybe a little bit too expensive. But also maybe a name we haven't heard in a while, Tyler Eifert, and I think he was just uh, released by the Jags, just to get someone else over there at tight end and maybe a little bit more uh, of a playmaking ability. But this offense, we expect them to be on go and fully ready to go by the season. Honestly, um, a fully healthy team with Dak over there. Let's get things going, Mike McCarthy, please, because this is a team that is just 
should be eating. But positional needs, I think that they need a defensive edge rusher or defensive lineman and a corner. Um, really defensive-minded into this draft because, like I said, their offense is pretty healthy. And linebacker, I think they're pretty solid. Sean Lee, I think he's gone. Um, I think he might retire because he's been a long-time Cowboy, and he's at the back end of his career. Um, and with Leighton Vanderish taking over, I think that their linebacking core, while they can maybe use some help, there's just some uh, really pressing needs elsewhere. So I'm going into my draft po- prospects. And even though I said a lot of defense, this might come as a little bit of a surprise. If they want to go get another tight end in the draft, uh, Kyle Pitts, everyone loves this guy. Yep. And um, I think that this can make the Cowboys an insane team. Like, think about Kyle Pitts, Amari Cooper, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Dak Prescott. Uh, this team could just eat, and it would be it would be a really big Cowboys lineup on the offensive side, and maybe that's just the way to go, go all in on the offense. Um, but if not, I got Quiddy Pay possibly going to this team. Um, everyone knows about Quiddy Pay, his ability to get inside and, and pressure. Um, one of the best defensive, ta- I think he's the best defensive tackle in the draft. Um, then I also got Jalen Phillips, outside linebacker from Miami. I like his hands. I like his um, length. He plays pretty tall, long arms. He has a really good inside move, uh, favors the inside more than his outside, and he's kind of lacking in speed and on the edge. So that might drop, drop his uh, draft stock a little bit. This guy right here, though, Jason Away from Penn State. This guy's pretty damn nice. If you pull up the tape, he is so fast, especially on the edge. I think he has NFL speed. Um, great use of hands, again, and another player. Um, great motor. I mean, he does not stop even when he doesn't get the best get off off the defensive line. And he has great instincts at taking down at the quarterback. I mean, you see this guy um, just hitting hard, and naturally the ball just comes out. Um, great form. He chops feet, and he's also has good instincts to stop runs, especially on the middle and at the edge. That's pretty solid. I could totally see this guy becoming a cowboy and making plays while taking on blockers. And then, lastly, and last prospect, um, because they do need help on the secondary, I got Patrick Sertan. Uh, this guy, he had not seen the tape. Freaking badass. I mean, super physical. Great ability. I mean, his breaks on the ball. He shoots out like a cannon. Um, uh, attacks the ball at the highest point, and um maybe like the first three cornerbacks, top three cornerback prospects. I think I all have them down as really physical guys because they could hit hard. And so this guy brings a certain attitude and he's super athletic in his ability. Um, and a team like the Cowboys who like, who like playing man, uh, this could be a good a signing right here. So those are my three players. If I had to rank them though, I think I'm Jason away from Penn state and then Patrick Sertan uh, in that order. But that's my Cowboys right. breakdown. All right, what do you think about that? Steve? You know, I like it, man. I like the all-in on offense attitude there. Kylie Pitts, Mari Cooper, as you said. Also, Michael Gallup behind C.D. Lamb there, too. Mm-hmm. So, literally, even with injuries, they could still be arguably – and that's going to be a fun offense to draft and, and have on your team next season for sure, 100%. And there's a lot of things they can do, you know, to still improve the defense with other resources through free agency and the draft. You know, there's a guy out there in free agency right now named Richard Sherman who's not what he used to be. But if we're talking about one-year Band-Aids and not even really a big downgrade from what you had last year, because from what I understand, their secondary was in the bottom half of the league last year, you know, throw a guy like Sherman out there for now. You know, in the second round, you got a lot of pass rushers out here, right, who either opted out of last season, Mm -hmm. suspended for some of the season, you know, were injured for half the season. A lot of the guys that were supposed to go in the first round, such as Ronnie Perkins out of Oklahoma, only played six games, unfortunately, but is a 90 overall rated pass rusher by Pro Football Focus and racked up 31 pressures over his last five games in a competitive Big 12. You know, he's not some scrub coming out of, like, UConn or something. So, you know, 
there are, there are options there. If you guys, if they want to go all in on offense and just try to piece it together on defense, I mean, honestly, you might need to do that anyway because, yeah, you know, sometimes you literally just have to score points to keep up in this league anymore. There is no complete 100% shutdown defense anymore. So, yeah, you know, I like it. Okay. I like what both of y'all said. Ooh, let's get into <laughs> this. All right, they need tight ends. Tight end, name the last – after Jason – you ask a real cowboy fan this. Name a tight end after Jason went and left. And even the hardcore cowboy fans will probably be like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, should they even have a tight end position anymore? Because there ain't no one there. I'm thinking Kyle Pitts, if he falls to him, but they could he could go to the Jets easily. The Patriots, I can see the Patriots trading up for this guy. They're they're the biggest team thing more than the Cowboys need of a tight end. So I can see tight end. But there's there, there's something they could address. There's a lot of um, big name tight ends in free agency. Uh, not so much big names. Gerald Everett from the Rams. Tyler Higby kind of. I was on the Everett train, but it was, it was him or Higby, and Goff chose Higby. Um, <laughs> he did, yeah. And and Everett only had 417 yards and a touchdown, averaging 10 yards per catch. Though was pretty good. Most receiving yards in his career. Uh, four years in, I think he needs a new uh, a fresh start. Dallas could be it. Another guy, Jonu Smith, similar to Everett, 41 receptions, 448 yards. Big difference, eight touchdowns. Dude is a red zone uh, monster. Another guy who I was a big fan of in fantasy, Mo Ali Cox. I think he'd get on a on a on a very cheap contract. You just need a name there. I don't care. Just get a name there. Get someone in there. If they don't address tight end, I think they should go all in. First round, fucking Kyle Pitts. If he's there, take him. If he's there, if, if the char if 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 if, the, if it drops down to thirteen, if all the charges, I'll say take him too. We don't got Hunter Henry anymore, most likely. I'll take <laughs> I'll take Kyle Pitts there too. There's yeah. a free agency. I think they should address def- defensive back. Some free agents: William Jackson from the Bengals. His market value is around like six million. Um, we got a uh, Kenny Verico from the Tennessee Titans. Solid player for the Titans. He could be a solid role player. Donald Darby, sixteen pass pass deflections, which was fifth in the league. Uh, if the Washington football team don't re-sign him, go go to a divisional rival. Because let me tell you, let me, to be honest, Tavon Diggs, Stephon Diggs' brother, we were really high on him. I think Steven was high on them. We were all mm-hmm. high on him. Dropped to the Cowboys. He got picked on, dude. He got picked on like a little kid in a, in a playground. He got his lunch money stolen all the time. He did have three interceptions. All against the Eagles. Two in one game and one in the other. And who was throwing for the, the Eagles at the time? Carson Wentz mentally <laughs> battered <laughs> fucking abused. no receivers abused mentally abused i'm so glad he's out of there oh my god i'm gonna get him on my my mental health podcast and really what's going on <laughs> in his brain like so they had Tavon Diggs. i think you should match him up um what else do i got here i got i got a lot of guys who they can match him up with assuming they address tight end and free ag- free agency i'm going defensive back heavy offensive tackles most of them were injured last year um so i think they'll be coming back healthy and they'll build around internally you know they'll get that sorted out so i'm not worried about offensive tackle they want they had one of the most efficient offensive lines in the last couple years um then the colts and the browns they've all been stepping up so i think they're fine offensive line so guys i'm looking at um i'm looking at let's see who i got here i got caleb farley oh yeah or trey trayvon morig from tcu i'm hopefully i'm pronouncing that name um that dude is arguably one of the best safeties i have him in a the guy from oregon god damn i forgot his name i just watched this tape javon holland morning javon holland up there a lot of people don't have javon holland up 
but he's like that's like one and two for me. Um, another guy who, if if they decide to go off with the tackle or wide receiver or tight end first round, and a guy who I know will be in the second round, maybe even third, Hazem Nazarly D. Naz Nazarly D. Naz. Oh my God, I can't even pronounce that. Nazarly D. From Florida mm-hmm. State, and Andre Cisco from Syracuse. Those guys got a lot of range, a lot of raw talent, but they got a lot of range. Those are more free safeties. The last two are free safeties. Um, they got a lot of range, but they can play a lot of they can play in a lot of space. But uh, Morrig is 6'2", 202, two interceptions and nine pass deflections. He's just a ball hawk. He's a great tackler, great run support. That's what you wanted. That's what you needed in safety. Look at the division you're in with these running backs coming up. So I think they should definitely address defensive back if it's safety, corner, whatever. They need some help there desperately. 26th ranked, 25th ranked in defensive stats. Like, it's, it's not going to cut it, sis. Maybe in that division, but when, <laughs> if you do happen to go negative in that division and make it to the playoffs, it's not going to cut it. And uh, and every Cowboy fan, whoever, who, regardless who they who they sign in free agency or in draft, you know you know the favorite Cowboy saying is what's that? It's, this is our this is our year. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, they always say it. Dak Prescott signed signed what seventy five million first year or something like that. Some crazy ass number. Like he's going to just play really good one year and then just chill. He's like, he might break his other ankle. Who knows? He's just going to just chill with that contract. Damn, he's like, he got paid. Mm-hmm. But those are the guys addressed tight end and free agency. There's a lot of guys there. Um, the, That Jaguars, O'Shaughn- O'Shaughnessy, uh, Kyle Rudolph, Jared Cook. I forgot about Jared Rudolph. Those guys, there's a lot of, this is probably the biggest tight end free agency class I've seen in a minute. Um, And tight ends are, like I, I keep on saying every podcast, they're turning into wide receivers. Get a guy who can block and also can catch. I like Mo Ali Cox. He's big. Like I said, John o. Smith. And then maybe get a couple plugins for defensive backs. Jason Verrett is still available. Rishon Sherman even. Get someone in there. Plug them in. Go all in with Kyle Pitts. If not, then you got to get one of these guys to match up with Tev- Tevon Dix because he needs some help. He got picked on. Like, oh, man, poor guy because he was so highly talked about. It's just the situation he was in. It just didn't work out. But I think he's going to bounce back for a big sophomore year. So watch out for him. Um. But this offense, even if they don't get Kyle Pitts and they do get a free agent tight end, it's going to be great. I mean, Zeke, if he, if he just stops wearing crop tops, maybe he could be efficient. Uh, you got those those wide receivers, and then you got Dak Prescott coming in back healthy, coming back strong, comeback player of the year possibi- possibility, him or Joe Burrow. I'm liking this Dallas offense. Don't tell Dallas fans I said that because they'll never let me let me hear the end of that. But overall, this I think this whole division is going to get a oh, little yeah. better. Because we, we talked about the Washington football team. We talked about the Eagles. I mean, they're just a cancer. And, and then if them and the Texans are just like cancers. Like, what are you doing, guy? You know? What are you doing? Uh, but overall, the Cowboys definitely need to address defensive backs. But if Kyle Pitts is there, I, I'll take him. He might be there. Yeah, I think he might be. I think they if they do, that'd be such, like, maybe the more spicy pick. I got one more um, prospect in here that I want to throw out there. In another corner, Tyson Campbell. And I wrote down here in my notes – annoying because he's everywhere because this guy just ends up being everywhere <laughs> um he is so smart good play recognition because uh you know they played a lot of zone from georgia, uh, yes, right? from georgia um when they played a lot of zone his breaks on the ball was just um great so he's a good good tackler another physical guy but um he's just so smart and knowing what the offense is trying to do and um timing and he plays tough and great jumping vertical ability oh my gosh even though he could be undersized and and just matchup wise not there. It's not favorable. Um, he could level the playing field 
just by his raw talent. So I like this guy as well. But um, Cowboys, yeah, there's, this is one of the teams that um, could probably see a big jump, especially with Dak coming back. But I want to ask you guys, what do you guys have? Let's predict the NFC East for next year. Oh, shit. Let me, oh, let me yeah, get the whiskey real quick. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what I got near me, I got pesto sauce, peanut butter, and syrup. I'm, that'll, that'll, that'll make me forget about me doing this podcast, right? <laughs> oh. Um, okay, let's see. Ooh, I'm going to have Washington coming out with favorites. I think they're the uh, – they, it all depends on who they get, quarterback, really. If they go with Tyler um, Heineken, I, that's fine. I like that. But they might even get Trey Lance. I have mm-hmm. him, Trey Lance falling to them every single – Mock draft. Keep even even Zach Wilson, uh, maybe even Mac Jones. I'm comfortable with any of those guys. Keep your quarterback. Antonio Gibson's great receivers. You got the Sims guys. Terry McLaurin defense is good. I, I have them coming out eight and eight. I don't think none of the other teams are gonna get. I don't know. Maybe nine and seven. Cowboys eight and eight. I'm gonna go. Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, Stephen. I'm gonna go Eagles six and ten, and I'm gonna go with Giants four and twelve. <laughs> That's so tough. That's just right off the right off, off the, the dome, yeah. Bat off the dome, yeah. It's t- I, I think like I could right see the Cowboys up. returning to being the kings of the division, though. To be honest, like a healthy Dak and whoever they get in the off season, like yeah, but, but they the have Cowboys. they yeah, they have ten picks this year too. Like they're they're stockpiled up, and um, like last year was a big kind of a big throwaway with with Dak, you know, getting hurt so early. So I just think that. They have they have lots to prove, especially Mike McCarthy. Shit. But what about you, Steven? Yeah, oh, he's boy. my boy. <laughs> I could definitely see Washington pulling through. And I I know you said like David. I know you mean like it's the Cowboys. Yeah, but it's the NFC East. Yeah. You know the the win the, the winner. Yeah, was yeah they're the nine. perfect division. The winner was seven and nine in uh, week seventeen. I was sitting in my living room thinking the Giants might make the playoffs. That's how bad <laughs> the division was. We oh, were six yeah. and ten. And we had a shot. Literally, we won. We won week seventeen to get to six and ten. If if Washington had lost, we would have been in the playoffs. And that is literally the most playoff excitement I've had in nearly <laughs> nearly 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 ten years. With all my sports teams combined, you know, hockey, baseball, bas- I mean, no, hockey, football, basketball. Like that's sorry. Okay. So anyway, Washington. It's a dark place. I, see, I, I could see it happening to Washington because you know Taylor Heineke also he had a great playoff performance against a good pass rush. In Tampa Bay, right? We saw what they mm-hmm. did to Patrick. We saw what they did to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You know, Taylor Heineke stood in there in the pocket. He got out there and made plays. And when you have a top two defense in the league, you don't need to have world beaters on offense. Let's assess what they got. Terry McLaurin, difference maker. Logan Thomas, eh, not bad. Above average. No, I think I think boy. Thomas by is actually average. underrated. Boy, he's, yeah. he, he's he's top he's top six in my he he he's notching six right next to Robert Tanya. Mm. Put those big oof, man! I love me some right now. It's a Thomas brother. <laughs> but yeah, we we need some receivers across from him, right? Sims kind of set himself apart in that wild card game. We saw flashes out of him, but I think we need more. You know, uh, left tackle just seems to be a big hole right now. It might be right mm-hmm. tackle I'm thinking of actually. But look, you signed this guy for three years, ten million dollars. You're sitting there in the middle of the draft. I believe it is what is it, the fifteenth pick or so? They made the wild card. So I would not be opposed yeah. to seeing another weapon being added. You know, and then at that point, it's going to come to Dallas's offense against Washington's defense. Those are the two best units. But at the end of the day, when it comes to crunch time, haven't really seen Dallas in this DAC era really pull through. So I'm going to go with wow. Washington getting through 10 and 6, 9 and 7. You know, it's the NFC East, 9 and 7. And, uh, you know, I'm even going to give 9 and 7 to the Cowboys. It's probably going to be a late season tiebreaker that goes to the Washington Redskins. And I, um, 
I will decline to comment as far as the uh, as far as the rest of the division. Although okay. last year, <laughs> last year I think I said five and eleven. And I was you know technically really close surprised. So you know, but yeah, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Wow. Well, I think that this is a division that has the most room for growth and most room for being entertaining for most of the season. I mean, God, you had to wait till like the last month to get any excitement, any action. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what this team, what this division, turns out into being. Yeah, it's gonna be a a slow race in the beginning, and it's gonna come down to the wire, like you said. I can't. That was like one of the saddest statements I ever heard from Stephen. I might even post that. Just a standalone. That's all you need to hear from this Which podcast. Which but the the statement you said about your the last week and your drinking. Oh that, yeah, that whole yeah. There's a lot of them, man. I might even make a quote out of that because that was that was great. That was amazing. That was the best snippet out of all this. And I hope you guys are here to listen to that. Oh my god, that was good. But there you guys have it from um um from all of us here. We got Steven Steven Zenzema. Thank you so much for being here. We definitely want to have you on our live mock um or our live draft like we did last year. We want you to, we want to hear your mock draft. I definitely want to get a mock draft from you or a couple, you know, we'll get a couple mock drafts together. But this is our boy Steven. Um, Philip Lindsay's Eskimo brother. Yes. Yeah. Who is a free Thank agent. You. I'm so glad Eskimo somebody remembers brother. that. Damn. No, I actually always remember Dude, that, I, I, actually. Every time. Lucas, every time, every time I yeah. mention Steven, every fucking time, Steven, every time I mention you, which is kind of often because we talk about Philip Lindsay and the, the Broncos, I'm like, oh, um, talk about Philip Lindsay. Oh, who's also Steven's Eskimo brother? <laughs> and then finish what I'm saying. It, it's a fact now. It's in the record book. Put it on his football card. It's going down. Steven's Eskimo brother right there. You're going to hear a lot more of him. I love his insight and his great, great ways of putting things in perspective because he's a New York Giants fan. He can't get much lower than that it's unless rough. you're a Ranger fan. It's rough. So, so it is rough. Um, so where can we find you, Steven? I, I know you changed your Instagram name like a like a fucking <laughs> but what, what is it now? Yeah, so uh, you know, if you guys ever want to talk, you know, my the IG is quarantined, Z-E-Z underscore. And, uh, you know, Philip Lindsay, we come from the same place and we came in the same place. So, you know, you can always hit me. Yes. Up. Nice. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Um, you know, um, uh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, she's actually cousins with, uh, with, the, with your guys' quarterback. But unfortunately, she dumped me before I can try and get an interview. So my bad on that. Anyways, if you guys want to talk, you know, oh, talk no. shit about the Giants, Ben's, you know, cry with me if there are any if there are Golf instructor? Are you, I, I oh, see yeah, you hitting I'm the range. I'm kind of back uh, in the golf, you know. I'm back down to about an eight handicap, so you know I'm chill. You guys want to talk about any of that stuff? The I don't number know is nine zero nine. I play oh, Wii golf. I play Wii golf and miniature golf, so I don't know. I actually work at a golf course. And I don't know anything about golf still. <laughs> that's all right. Man. That's a good place to work. <laughs> but you're about to you're about to put your you're about to put your number. Oh, I yeah, love hearing you know, because I'm it's like, okay. No one ever calls anyway. You know, if you want to nine zero nine six three three seven one four six. Been the same since fifth grade. Yeah, hit me up. God damn. What was your first phone? Oh, quick, quick, um, what was it? Was it like the rumor too? Nokia flip phone from T-Mobile. I remember seeing nice. a commercial on it too, and I thought I had, I, I thought I was hot shit, man. I came into church with my fucking chest up, <laughs> and, then I, and then, and then, I saw a sidekick for the first time, and I was like, oh, I ain't shit. I really ain't oh, shit. shit. Damn, look at that yeah. thing. It, it goes sideways. Sidekicks. It goes that up. Was, I'm like, fuck. I'm the ones with the, the um, the keyboard, right? The slide. That's yeah. a little. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. had one of those. Was that? Was that your error? Oh, you had one. Oh shit! I was gonna start clowning you because you're you're youngin, but damn, you fucking had one. I have no, two. bro. I had those in like, middle school. That's when that shits were hot. Yep. And like, yep. Eighth grade. Yeah, and then like, uh, 
all the all the bad bad girls had them. I was like the flat. Yeah, all the bad fine all the, all the other girls right. I had a crush on. I was like, oh, I gotta get one of those. It was a status symbol. The ones that were in baby fat. <laughs> And fat farm? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. I had a crush on a girl. I, I had a crush wore. on a girl in middle farm. school. I was like, oh, she had one of those. I got to get one of those. I don't know why. I thought like I needed that. I don't know why I'm sharing it right now. Like, it's all about the ladies. <laughs> it's all good. It's all about the ladies. Whatever we do is all for the ladies, man. All right, Lucas, where can we find you on social media where you, you get cracked out and tweet crazy shit at like 3 in the morning? Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. Talk to me football. Talk to me about anything. And also my Instagram, Lucas underscore Reyes. What about you, David? You can find sports. You can find. You can find sports. You can find. You can find me, Sports Guy David, on literally any social media platform: TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'll be posting um, more mock draft stuff, more snippets of the podcast, all that, all that good and yummy stuff you guys want to hear. Because when when draft day comes, I'm pulling out my pink suit. I'm pulling out hot wings. I'm getting Ooh. buck wild, and you're not going to want to miss that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, Stephen, for joining us. You guys can hear a lot more of him because I know I do. Great analysis on things coming from a dark place as a New York Giant fan. And Lucas, you know, we're here every, what, every twice, three times a week. You know <laughs> what it is. So um, everyone from the Fantasy Sports Cave, Lucas Reyes, Steven Zenzema, and Sports Guy David, we are out. Have a good day. Be safe. Be safe. I had COVID. It sucked. Be safe. We are out.